Welcome to No Fucking ZD, episode nine. Hello, Evan. Hello, Brendan. Thank you. Um, I don't know why I said thank you to that, but I did. No, no. Thank you too. Thanks. Thanks. I take offense. And you're welcome. To that. And uh, and welcome. Today we're going to talk about Boca, episode Boca. nine of The Sopranos. It's really good. So just to tell you what happens really, really quickly. Yeah. Everybody knows Tony has a shrink. Tony yes. finds out that Junior eats pussy. They use it against each other. Brilliant. I love that. That is awesome. And uh, and then in the meantime, there's a soccer coach diddling some high school girls. All right, that's it for this week. And that's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a pretty deep analysis of Boca. I still have a lot of my beer left, though, so we have to talk about something. Well, we can sit here and stare at each other for <laughs> the next hour or so. That's what we do between episodes, right? Pretty much, yeah. Sit there and stare at each other the whole time. For weeks at a time. Yep. Um, this is a really funny... Uh, this is the funniest episode, I think, that we've watched. Of all time. <laughs> of all time. Um, it's been a while since I've seen this last half of the second of the season, as we talked about before, and uh, and I forgot how fucking funny this episode was, and it's, it's pretty great. It's really good, and it starts out with something really great. I mean... Despite Anthony's like really dumb joke that is dumb, it's terrible. He's dumb. Yeah. Um, and Junior being kind of nice and Olivia being Olivia, um, they're 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 talking openly about about Tony having a shrink. Right. And uh, Olivia says, "What does he need a shrink for? To talk about his sex life?" <laughs> I don't like it either, Olivia. I don't like it either. Yeah. And there's cemetery dogs, which like I didn't really know was. I think a thing. that's bullshit. Yeah, do you think they brought those the are wild dogs? <laughs> it's a fucking golden retriever. Yeah, but like I just had never even heard of the concept of cemetery dogs. But I guess it's a Jersey thing. I guess if I think that's like a stoner metal band from Passaic. That would be a great stoner metal band, actually. Cemetery dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're they're pretty upset this whole episode. Uh, Junior especially, he gets to use it against Tony. But they're both upset about about Tony seeing a psychiatrist. Um, which Junior found out at the end of The Legend of Tennessee Maltesanti. Right, that's um, true. And, uh, and then, but Tony has some ammo here because he finds out that Junior gives head, as he says it. Yeah, he gives head, which is, which is it's really funny because this is all, I mean, what we learn as we, as we get through more of these uh, episodes of this show uh, we find out that basically everyone's like breaking all these rules behind everyone's back, and everyone's right. like, "Yeah, I don't like it." But then they like they're they're judgmental of each other about certain things, right? And but I think that this is an example of Tony being a really good mobster because clearly he doesn't care about Junior giving head, but right? He he whips it out at the right time. <laughs> he, wh- <laughs> he whips out Junior giving head when Junior's in the muff on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's kind of the the. Um... You know, the Junior and Tony thing rivalry here will certainly be a huge part of the episode. But what dominates this episode is, is um, you know, Meadow and her friends are playing soccer. They have this, like, incredible coach who's basically, like, I'm just going to say it, the Bill Belichick of high school <laughs> soccer coaches. <laughs> of all time. Of all time. Um, and, uh, and... Not that Bill Belichick is a raper. <laughs> Right, is actually, that, hold that, on. <laughs> Wait, I have to clarify that because, right, I just mean as a, as a coach, his mind is 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 unparalleled. He's a really good coach. Right. He's a really good soccer coach. Right. Is all we're trying to say here. And guys. these mobsters are like into soccer, into high school soccer. I know, at all a, of a like, sudden they're really level. into soccer. It's so good. It's so weird, yeah. I love that first scene where basically Sill is yelling at the, 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 the referee the ref. like it's a baseball game. It's all ball, asshole. And then Tony tells him that he's doing a hell of a job. <laughs> like, Wait, I mean, he tells Sil that, or he, he tells Sil that he says you're doing a hell of a job. Oh my god! I mean, I guess that's like that's kind of your job when your kids are doing 
youth sports. Yeah, I guess that's true. You just yell at everybody. You yell at the them. coach, kick dirt at them, all that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, Charmaine, even she is, even she gets into it. She's like, she's like this fat kid with the elbows. <laughs> yeah, they're like weirdly into it, like really, really into this game. I know, I love like, it. Maybe they're betting on it, but when they never say. But like, it's possible that they're betting on these games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be great if they were taking they were, they were doing books on, on the. I hope soccer. so. I think we should go to little league games and sit there and just take bets the whole time. I used to get stoned and go to my brother's little league games. That sounds like a great afternoon, actually. It was pretty funny. Baseball and weed. They suck, though. Yeah. Like, little league kids suck at baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Especially, like, right when they get into kid pitch. Yeah. It sucks. Well, the only ones that are good are the ones that are from, like, a South American country lying about their age. (laughs) They're actually, like, 19 playing Little League. (laughs) Those ones are great. There's always the one kid that can hit, but he can also pitch. And that's how you know it's a bullshit league because, like... You know, no, no legitimate baseball team has, like, one kid that can pitch and hit. Yeah, what's up with that? What's up with that? Yeah. But there's always the one, like, overgrown kid. Maybe he has long hair, you know? Right. His dad's all arrogant. He's, he, like, ripped for a 12-year-old <laughs> and, like, 6'5", somehow. And just from really, Peru. really good. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they, um, you know, the soccer coach is, is supposed to be a fantastic coach, but there's this one player who's supposed to be the best player who's... Uh, Allie. Allie. Um, she's a very pretty girl. She might be confused. Um, but uh, <laughs> Terrible that he said that. <laughs> it's awful. She tries to end it all. She tries to end it all, but not before they take the coach out to the Bing. Oh, yeah. We Which should talk great. about that first, actually. Yeah. And he tells and Tony tells the stripper, OK, OK, Brandy, go oh, go sit on a tuffet. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I love about that is like, you know, Artie is also a big character in this episode. This is one of Artie's like first like spotlight episodes. And and he's wonderful. He's great. He's, it's his first spotlight episode since maybe the first episode. Yeah, he's he's been in it a couple times, but but never like this. Um, right. And uh, I like, you know, having Artie and the coach at the Bing. And just like you see, like you really see, like what a crazy different lifestyle Tony and the guys actually lead. I know, and, and Tony's totally they're they're telling Brandy to give the coach a deluxe tour of the VIP room, right? And she's ready to give up all of her titties, all over him, all those titties, all those titties, which and, are great, which are great. And she's really she seems really nice too. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> um, Good girl. Yeah. And but the coach is a little, you know, he he can he did, barely takes a shot. Right. I mean, the fact I, I want to know what the converse because every I mean we've all tried to like split off one or two people from a group to like no 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 let's go do this you know what right, I mean right right how do you split the coach off from like all of your daughters to go get wasted at the strip club that you own yeah <laughs> I know I want to see that scene yeah what's that conversation like we're gonna go over here like oh let's all celebrate together dad like <laughs> no no this is gonna be really boring like what like how did they like wiggle their way out of that totally wild and and I think that like Artie is really the you know the every man in here. The coach certainly right. isn't because he's 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 another type of gangster. That's true, and he has his own racket going. Right, but when when Charmaine calls and she yells at him, <laughs> you're you just in that bar all day long. He's in that bar all day long. Yeah, exactly. And she says, you know, she she, the, she thought they were going to paint the trim on the deck today, and she goes, <laughs> She's she goes, covered in paint. I bought the Prima and I've been scraping. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Charmaine. She, she's she's. By far the most underrated actor on this whole thing. Yeah. She's incredible. She's by far the smartest person on this series. And, and she really breaks it down for Artie later on. Mm-hmm. Like the difference between all of this. Right. Um, and she's very important. I mean, we won't get there quite yet. But right. I, I think that she's really pivotal and she really, she proves her uh, her weight. Right. In this one, uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and this, this you know, kind of sets off 
like Artie's going to have this storyline kind of again and again throughout the series where it's kind right. of like his life compared to Tony's and just kind of like, you know, Artie, like the rest of us kind of has to live in the real world where we have like, you know, real shit to deal with. So this kind of sets that whole thing off for the first time. It does totally. And but in, and this time he sort of gets off. I mean, because I think that as we as we go forward more and more things get more and more dire and people mm-hmm. get in deeper and deeper and deeper. Tony gets worse and worse. Yeah. I remember actually like you put it the best, a couple, like before we even started this podcast, believe it or not, um, believe it or not, we talk about this outside of the podcast, but yeah. you were like, like the first couple seasons are just like shenanigans and then it gets like super dark. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's totally true. And I think that the, this is one of the shenanigans where Artie kind of gets off scot-free. He's kind of lucky that it's so serious and that his wife talks some sense into him. Um, this isn't, this is much less light than him wanting to like put some money on the street like he does later on, or like being sort of like a fake shitty loan shark like he does later on, right. you know, <laughs> and like getting his earring ripped out. Uh, <laughs> French fudge de guts. Jean Philippe, you're home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get uh, to yeah, that. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he, he, he sucks at all this, but he's lucky because one of the patterns that I've noticed is that sometimes, People really would in The Sopranos like do the worst thing, right? Um, and and often they do, but sometimes yep. they get kept from doing the worst thing um, by some like crazy outside circumstance, like when like way down the line when Tony and Adriana get in the car crash, you know, like right. that's one of those things where like Tony's sort of able to be like, "What do you think I am?" You know, yeah. but he was like totally about to go for it. Oh, for sure. Um, and this is one of those things where like if 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 Artie, it's not the same, but if Artie wasn't talked out of it by Charmaine. He would have been like, "Yeah, fucking kill this guy." Yeah. I um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I'd like to think that Artie might like convince himself to like to talk himself out of it, but yeah, I don't know. Well, this is the first time we see the Artie Buco fist, it, which is the best reaction like <laughs> I ever. Know. I know he deserves an Emmy like just for that, yeah. doesn't he? When he walks into the Bada Bing and they tell him that coach well, I forget the coach's name now, but when the coach is... Fuck- How, uh, Hauser. Oh, yeah, right. Doug, uh, You're five fucking time zones behind your own ass. <laughs> when he fu- when he comes in and, and says, like, f- you mean fucked? Yeah, with, <laughs> with, this, with the fist with the, like, the, like the, the, the nipple level, like, yeah. casual fist. Yeah. Like, it's weird. It's, you guys can't see us, but we're both doing fists we're doing, right now. We're just sitting here just fucking, like this, yeah. fucking with our fists. Um, his, his whole reaction to finding out that Coach Hauser has fucked Allie is just fucking incredible. Yeah, and the way that Syl describes it is fucking amazing. You know, he says, this self-righteous prick put his dick in my daughter's soccer teammate, <laughs> which is like such a mouthful. That's an unbelievably intricate line. <laughs> there are two different euphemisms for penis in there. Like, yeah. that's poetic. I think it might be iambic. I don't know. We'll have to verify with the <laughs> NFC <laughs> fact checkers. Who <laughs> left a couple days ago and have never come back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I there's think their so semester's over. <laughs> Are they not getting college credit anymore? We were giving them college credit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit, Jesus, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, That that's a good on Sill. That's a great, like, that's that's poetry right there, Sill. <laughs> Nicely, done. Nicely done. Nicely done. Nicely done. But yeah, I, uh, Artie's one of my favorite characters. He always makes me laugh. Um, and uh, I this is a great one. And, you know, I you, you, you kind of feel for him in a way. When, when Tony, when they're at the restaurant together and Tony sees the kid wearing that hat, the baseball hat in the... You nice... feel for Artie. Well, because... Like when Artie sees his friend, his buddy Tony, get up and just stare at a guy and make him take his hat off, and then the guy comes over and thanks him for that. Like, how could you not want to be Tony Soprano? It's kind of it's super badass. That guy's such a fucking 
He sucks. He's such he the sucks. Dude with the hat, yeah. Yeah, the, the guy with the guy with the hat sucks. He's wearing that amazing hat where he finally turns around and you realize that it says been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they whoever chose that hat, like bravo. Yeah. You get the award it's for the perfect. whole episode. I mean, but that's one of those things like they totally nailed it. Um the reaction shots from I think it's that's a really well shot scene. Mm-hmm. Uh the reaction shots of that couple sitting at the table like how the guy's head turns back around and then the woman like looks up like he's still there and then the guy turns around it's like very very well done yeah i really love that it's and then you know and then he sends him a bottle of multiple giano <laughs> yeah i mean and me personally i was like what the fuck that guy's an <laughs> asshole but that's like you know if if you were sitting down having din- i mean like you know listen i know i'm the coolest guy you know and if we were sitting down and having by far din- by far and if we were sitting down and having dinner and like you saw that like You'd be like, oh my god, he's even cooler. Like, yeah, totally. Whip it out right well, now. <laughs> whip it out right now. Just put it on the table. Yeah. Well, I love Artie though because I think that even if he was a gangster, he's not cut out to be a big tough guy. Not whatsoever. Um, he's definitely the guy. Uh, I forget who said this, but like you know, like at the, the like school basketball games. There's always like the little kid who can't shoot. Yeah. Who's like talking the most shit. Oh, for sure. And I think that that's what Artie would be if he were a real gangster. Like how he's making those faces and egging Tony on. Like, look at him with his dumb face. You know, like that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But he's not tough. And, not or, at all. Or intimidating. Like if that guy saw him doing that, he would have kicked his ass. Yeah. Like for sure. But yeah, it, it, it makes a lot of sense that this whole Tony's life would be very alluring to, to Artie and that he would feel like pretty powerful to be like, you know, like that guy has to that guy has to die right now. Yeah. He does feel really powerful that he can do. And I think that actually, that's a really good point. Um, he, Thanks. he, yeah. <laughs> cause like, you know, when, when they first talk about it, Artie's like, yeah, I can actually like, like pull the trigger on something like this. I mean, not li- literally, but he's like, he's like, we're putting out a hit. Yeah. Yeah. I it's never, like fun. I never thought of it that way. It's like a fun game. But then like you see his reaction, you know, uh, after he says that, he kind of, when Tony's just like, it's a phone call away, he's like, oh, that's for real. Like, you know, oh shit. You can just kind of see it. Yeah, that is kind of hardcore though. Yeah, yeah. And Tony says that he's savoring it, which yeah. I feel like is the difference between him and Artie. Right. Like, in a nutshell. Tony, he, he gets he gets a boner from this shit. He gets a fucking hot on. Big and time. you know what the thing is that, like, it's it's much harder for Tony to not make that call. Than it is to actually make that call. Yeah, he has to get he Tony has to get wasted to not make a phone call to get someone killed. Yeah, which is fucked up. It's super fucked up. And by the way, great music. Oh yeah, yeah. it's like I mean, it's a little it's, bit it's a little bit dated, but I kind of like music. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the whole episode is kind of dated in a in a way. Well, the television that they drop off for Coach Hauser. Fantastic scene though. It's a fantastic scene. Polly is a fucking brick wall. It's I mean, you want to talk about perfect. Meadow being a brick wall. Polly right. is a brick wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my name is Clarence. Oh my god, I love that. Um, but yeah, the whole episode's kind of dated in a way that like is just basically an episode that's been copied a million times now. You know, like really, I I think so. Like I was uh, I I forget where I was reading this, but like at the time it was kind of a big deal because like there had been a million shows like law and order and just like oh the episode where a teenager gets raped right but like for the first time they actually had a mobster as the main character who could actually do something about it most of the time it's kind of like someone be like that guy needs to fucking die like what should we do and then in the end you know they can't do anything because they're civilians like us but like yeah and they go to prison or something or right yeah or exactly but tony could do it and totally get away with it if he wanted to or like have his balls removed 
Yeah, that too. Use the, those clippers again. <laughs> those clippers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like this episode weirdly is one of the ones that gets gets copied almost the most where it's kind of like bad guy at the center who could like maybe do something that's like, oh, it's act- he's actually doing a good thing. Doesn't that make him a good guy? That's like, a good point. It's very inventive. I mean, I can't think of was. something before then where a bad guy was in this dilemma where he could use his bad powers to do good. Yeah, at least not on TV. Like Since that. Batman. Right. <laughs> yeah, I guess Batman's <laughs> the only one. Yeah, Batman's... They, basically, Sopranos is based on Batman, the cartoon. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Yeah. That's why Tony goes into the cave at the end of every episode, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and that's why when they when he punches someone, you see those things that say, boom, <laughs> like the, little, the, the bubbles come up. And that's why he's played by Adam West. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We should have a reading with Adam West. That'd be great. That'd be amazing. Um, so I feel like we should set up the fact that uh, Mikey Palmisi is very suspicious yeah. of Tony being a confidential informant. Right. He thinks he's a informant. Junior already knows that he's actually seeing a psychiatrist. Right. But does Junior actually know? Because, I mean, okay, so to set the stage more, everybody's worried about these indictments. That's still That's kind of like a longer issue. We'll get a little bit of closure with that. Um a few episodes away, actually. Yeah. Not for a while now. It's interesting to think right now how this is like, this hangs over their head for so long. Yeah, I guess I you're right. I feel like yeah. in a lesser show. <laughs> <laughs> they might, they might like sort of dispense with that a little bit more quickly. Right. That would be over in, in like 10 minutes on a lesser show. On a lesser like show. Like ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like ours or The Wire <laughs> or something like that. No, just kidding. Um, but... Like, so these indictments are like a general theme within, it's like this, this sort of like lagoon that everybody's like sort of within yeah. and they can't help it. And so Mikey Palmese is kind of bugging out yep. and he hires a Manhattan uh, PI to follow Tony around. Uh, Vin McKazian actually alerts Tony to that. Oh, right. Our man Vin. Yes. And I, I don't know if you noticed, so Vin McKazian shows up to the Bing while they're doing shots yep. with Coach Hauser. Wrinkled clothes. Wrinkled clothes. <laughs> yeah. Buy yourself an iron. <laughs> uh, and uh, Vin McKazian shows up and he mentions this. And he, says, he, and he says very casually, I don't know if you ever caught this. I didn't until the most recent time I watched it. He goes, yeah, I'm up the street on a rape homicide anyways. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, can I see your liquor license? Like, he, he wants to see the liquor license for the lie detector test. Right. Like, in case he's questioned about this, he can be like, I was looking at the liquor license. Right. And he thinks that'll save him or something. I guess, yeah. Well, at least he can say something. And he calls it the lie detector. Yeah. I, well, I guess, yeah, you just get hooked up to a ladder detector test. And you're always, at the end of every day, at the end of every cop's day, they get hooked up to a ladder detector test and they're asked a bunch of questions. But it, shouldn't a cop be calling it a polygraph? Yeah, I guess he, well, yeah, but he's Finn McKazian, though. <laughs> Finn McKazian. Finn McKazian. Lied, I don't know things. Lie detector. <laughs> I don't know. He's he's great. He's my favorite. And, he goes, and he's, he's uh, Tony just gives him so much shit. Yeah, I kind of forgot how much he was in, in, uh, like how many episodes he was in in this first season? I guess I don't he's know in why. It for a while, he's really good. He's kind of a main sort of. He's kind of like a, a almost. He's a hundred percent, ninety percent a main character in this first season. For sure. You know who's also kind of not a main character. So there are two things. Polly isn't in the first season that much. I know, like barely at all. And but in this scene, I think where he's his name was Clarence and he's <laughs> dropping off this TV. He goes, I don't know what it's for, and he he has them drop it. Yeah. You know. Um, and they're, they're holding it up the whole time. I know, it's just so <laughs> pointless. Uh, it's it's all it's all for the for the shock value, right? You know yeah, what I mean, right? Um, but you know the way he executes that scene is just like so memorable, right? And so amazing. 
Um, but he's not in the first season that much. Neither is Pussy. Yeah, I know. I've been thinking about that. Every, I think about Pussy every episode. And uh, <laughs> I think about Pussy a lot. <laughs> I got Pussy on the brain. I got Pussy on the brain. Um, but yeah, he's. It's kind of crazy that he's such a fan favorite because he's really only in like he's like is in four episodes probably this whole season. I mean maybe right. more, but yeah. Season two, he's in more. Yeah, big time. They get in his face a lot. Um, oh yes. Que sera sera. They do. Yes. Um, and he's he's rightly disgusting in the second season. Yeah, I just right. can't think. I can't stop thinking of him drinking tequila and talking about eating pussy <laughs> under the table. Like the combination of tequila and pussy is like not <laughs> like a chemical reaction I'm particularly fond of. The way he said it though is like a limerick. <laughs> like, it's like she drank me under the table and I ate her out <laughs> under there. That might also be an iambic pentameter. <laughs> we'll get that fact checker on that. Yeah, let's do it. If there are any, uh, you know, master of fine art English people out there. Whatever your degree is called. <laughs> yeah, call us. Come through. Write a letter to us, actually. Write a letter to us. And we'll judge you based on yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So so a lot of the episode is... Okay, so a lot of it's devoted to Allie Vandermeer, who tries to kill herself. Yes. Um, and Tony, like, acts really upset about Allie trying to kill herself, kind of. Yeah. But he kind of acts like he cares about soccer. And he also he also said, tells Melfi that it wasn't like friggin' Cobain, <laughs> like you know, which is which is great, but it's sort of insensitive. Yeah. Wait, does he say that to Melfi, or is that at the dinner table with like Meadow? I think it is to. It, oh right, right, right. He says that at the dinner table, and then yeah, and it really pisses off Meadow as right. well it should. Yeah, he tries though. His heart is in the right place, and that because is he, it? He tries to basically repeat what Melfi said to him. As he'll usually try to do, and just does not do it right. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's I mean, the he, worst said, way possible. he said, yeah, because Melfi says she says, was it was it an actual attempt, or was it a suicidal gesture? Right. And she says the term is small cuttings, and he goes, what's lodge cuttings? OJ and the missing tracksuit. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like cracking, like like in in his therapist's office. He's on fire. Talking. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. It's like he should have like a rim shot happen after that. Well, the, I, what I like is that the Seinfeld music starts playing immediately after <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> and the credits just. Dun, 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 Executive producer Larry David. Yeah. Freeze frame. <laughs> Tony like gesturing the, the cutting of the wrist. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and cut that. Actually. Yeah, please. Can you do that? Yes. Um. Yeah. So I mean, he he. I don't know if he takes it seriously. He kind of gives a shit about soccer. Well, I think that like really what he's worried about is like he's he's worried about Meadow, but he's worried about like himself being like a bad parent a little bit, you know, like his heart is in the right place. I guess you're right. But so, y- as yeah. much as Tony's could be, you know, I don't know. As much as Tony's could be. Much as, uh, like I think like, you know, we should talk about the, the dinner scene in that second half because it's like one of the funniest scenes in the first season. Oh, it's amazing. It's like, yeah, just, um, but we got to talk about Boca first, though. OK, for sure. Um, But when he's like. He's in his head. If Meadow stays in soccer, she's gonna stay out of drugs and not and not get into trouble and basically not become like him. And so he's worried. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, when Meadow at the at the dinner table says that she's quitting soccer, I think he's in his mind. He's just like, no, you can't because then you'll get into drugs and you'll get, get knocked up. Get knocked up <laughs> <laughs> again, again. And um, and so I think that's that's what I mean. Like his heart is in sort of the right place there. His heart, I guess it's sort of in the right place. Yeah, you're right. There is a very little literal, literal connection between soccer and um and uh the kind of wholesome lifestyle that right. he wants Mel- Meadow to have. As he 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 sort of lays it out for Melfi. I forgot about that. Exactly. You're yeah. totally right. I mean. But thank you. But, yeah, <laughs> I've seen the episode. Um, I've never seen the episode. This is all guessing. 
So basically, <laughs> you're doing very well. No, I mean, I mean, so I think that what happens next is the D1000 travels forward in time. Right. Because he's actually Meadow's father. Oh my God. You're right, actually. Yeah. Liquid metal. <laughs> so, uh, no, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I think Tony cares, but I think that also. He sort of doesn't care because yeah. like when Meadow tells him about it and it's, it's kind of, it's a great scene. It, it's one of those scenes where I can't tell if I hate like just what's going on in the acting or if I hate Meadow as a person, as a 16 year old girl or whatever, which, which scene where she tells Tony that, and, and Carmela that, that Allie was raped basically. Oh yeah. Um, because she's so whiny. That's all. Oh, right, yeah. I, I don't hate it when women talk about bad things happening to other women. It's just <laughs> Meadows particularly whiny most of the time. Right. And 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 so, you know, but she tells uh, she tells Tony about this, and he's like, he's kind of like, well, but, uh, like, what if there was, like, a misunderstanding? <laughs> and Carmela's standing there in that, like, that, like, pearlescent, like, yeah. turquoise tracksuit, <laughs> like, ye- like, telling him, actually speaking the truth, which is that, like, there's... There are no circumstances under which there should be any confusion. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, and he's like, but Tony's like kind of heartbroken about the coach. Like, exactly. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I think Tony like put a lot of, a great deal of stock into uh, into the coach being this sort of he-man. Yeah, you know, that's for, a good point. For whatever that's worth. Yeah, true. Very and, true. And, it, and it's not just winning the soccer game. I, I think what I think it? I think it's about Tony's like faith in humanity or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. he like he wants to have you know something good on his side. I'm not totally sure what that's about. Yeah, I don't know. It's supposed but, to be the best. <laughs> Thanks, soccer. <laughs> supposed to be the best. Uh, well, I guess we'll try and figure it out in the second half. And by that, I mean that we probably won't because we have to talk about some other stuff. All right, I'm going to take hey, a leak. Questions you... for you guys out there. Yeah, questions for you guys out there. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Boca, and we'll talk about eating pussy. And I'm going to go piss in your car. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And we'll talk about the dinner scene. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, bye. Bye. Let's well, talk. back. Okay, welcome back. <laughs> you're so fucking polite. Sorry. The audience likes a little abuse. You're right. Hey, yeah, you're right. I'm using a pen now with my notes. Okay. This is news to our listeners that we have notes. <laughs> Sounds like a free for all. But now I'm doing Don't like John them. Stewart. I'm like, welcome back. No fucking ZD. Yeah. You've just been like drumming away. Yep. All right. You know, like, like there's, there's an applause sign behind your head. For yeah, some exactly. Reason. I'm like crossing shit out that we talked about. Okay. Yeah. Little Ali Vandermeer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nicely done. All ball asshole. Check mark. <laughs> all right. Now it's time to talk about. Yes. Roberta San Filippo. Let's do it. Bobby. Bobby, she goes by. I like that. Bobby. Listen, kind of hot, this Bobby chick. She's kind of slamming. Yeah. For shizzle. Yeah. And, and there are infinite jokes you can make about her running the Joint Fitters Union. Oh, boy. Cause <laughs> what, what do Joint Fitters do, by the way, other than, than cranking wieners? I think that's all they do, actually. <laughs> they just fit. They just fit joints all they were, day. They were just smart about it. They got a union. You know, if you want to do anything, just get unionized, and people will take you seriously. I feel like I saw a CNN like documentary on that, called, right? Like sex slaves <laughs> <laughs> on Anderson's Coopers on three hundred and sixty. Anderson's Coopers three hundred and sixty. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> all right, sorry, <laughs> laughing at my own jokes there. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about Bobby a little bit and her puss. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. I went there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is kind of about her puss. It is, yeah, because you know. So basically, the 
So he the the backstory here apparently is that Junior and Bobby Roberta mm-hmm. have been going down to Boca for years. Junior yeah. decides to sort of uh, he's not really laminate, but he just needs to get away from it all. Right. He wants to he wants to get away from all this bullshit. He's stressed about the indictments. Uh, that's not fun for every anyone. So they go down there, and you know we're given this back story by you know she's talking about you know how long they've been coming here. Yeah, which is like like that's a, a double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they've been coming together here. for like a decade, and that's a long. It's like sixteen years, I think, or well, nineteen. We've been coming. We've been coming here together for that's true. Actually, a little while. You're right. Actually, <laughs> I just came. Um, but that's a long time for Junior to have for Junior to have a relationship. I think. No, <laughs> the way you said that was like, I think that's nice. Thank you. Yes, um, I think it is sweet. But you rarely hear about Junior slamming someone. Yeah, come to think of it, pretty much never. Don't they at one point kind of talk about how he sort of tried to get with Livia at one? Uh, isn't that doesn't that come up or no, something? No, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Um, it was Johnny Boy's mistress. Oh, that's correct. The one who is creepy. Right, you are correct. Um. But just take the walnuts, <laughs> dip them in the duck sauce. Oh boy, oh, oh boy, that's gonna be a fun one to talk about. I know. Yeah. We, my wiener like goes up into my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> that's very dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> very dangerous. I think I have to call that number. It's been four hours. Uh, yeah. So, so Roberta and, and and Junior are in bed, and she's telling him he's such a powerhouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, my God, is quite an image, bro. TMI. Uh, like, can you just imagine? Listen, all right. I'm gonna make you imagine. <laughs> he's I'm gonna wearing make... he's wearing his wife beater and his glasses, and he's eating peppers too. Like, thinking about eating peppers and then eating pussy is a weird thing. But I, I want or you guys to imagine for one second, Junior Soprano. In just a wife beater, ass crack to the world. No pants off. Yeah. Willy to the wind. Just bent over in bed, eating pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I had to put that image in everyone's head because that's fucking right sexy um now imagine it's hillary clinton that he's eating out good god i'm (laughs) no longer voting for her (laughs) so anyways he wears a wife beater while he goes down on the ladies right Apparently, according to Carmela, it's world class. Which yeah. is a hell of a way to describe someone's oral sex skills. I want someone to talk about me that way. Me too. Yeah. World class. I, I hope they do. It's really... like an unequivocally respectful way to say you're amazing at it. It is actually. That's like saying you have a Michelin star. Of, yeah. Of no, e- no, of that, that's pretty good. Michelin yeah. star of eating pussy. Yeah. Just one just one Michelin star. One. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a two out of three star mm-hmm. rating from the New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> for sure no that's definitely and 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 i think that that's right because you know you got to be careful with with sex acts and and receiving compliments about that right like oh my god that was like the most insane ever <laughs> it was so crazy amazing <laughs> then you're like oh shit now i have to live up to that <laughs> no no then it's a lie yeah of course it is it's like when, it's like it's like yeah no but it's like when porn stars go oh fuck yeah yeah it's like okay this they, isn't real. There's like no way that was the best ever. Yeah. yeah. I know myself. I know you. <laughs> there's no way that was the best ever. Yeah. Frankly, I felt like that was a B minus. <laughs> B minus is what you should shoot for in this world. You That's know? my nickname. That's that is my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag B minus. Hashtag B minus. Can you hashtag a minus sign? You can now. Can you? They changed Twitter for us. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. That's because we're a world-class podcast. Hashtag world-class. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think world-class is a is a hashtag that we should start pushing. 
I agree. All right. Well, continuing with Roberta, Junior doesn't really want her to talk about him eating her vaginas. Right. For a kind of strange reason. And also, everyone is doing that. Let's be honest. Well, what's the reason? Out with it. Because if you'll, if you'll suck pussy... You You'll suck, suck anything. anything. Yeah. And and I love how he breaks it down so systematically. He's like, it's a sign of weakness. And you may a sign that you may possibly be a fanook. Like <laughs> the way he says it is so like it's like he's reading it out of a book. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right. It's like it's it's almost like he's looking up the physician's desk reference. Right. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's like, see also weakness, sign that you could possibly be right. a fanook, you know? <laughs> like uh and and it's such bullshit because it is. Everybody does it. And right. it also, I mean, if it's 2015, I was thinking about like, okay, it's 2015 now. They recorded this, what, like 2003? No, no, no. No, 1999. 99. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they recorded it in 99. So what if they were shooting it now? Would he be like eating her ass? Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> what, like what, he, what strange thing would he be doing now? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, probably. Because, I mean, I think that by like, it's 2015 and every, you know. And we're all eating pussy. Everyone's eating everybody's, pussy. We're, everybody's doing it. All everybody's getting stoned and eating pussy. It's 2015. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a strange thing. It's a strange, like, she calls him out on it, you know? Like, it doesn't even compute. Like, how could you be, like, considered gay? By eating pussy. That makes no sense at all. And he all. says something to the effect of, like, I don't make the rules. Right, right. Which is just, like, kind of sums up all of the guys in The Sopranos. Right. Um, he asks her not to go around telling people, but it's too late. She's already been telling people that. Well, can we... Can we? Well, she has been, apparently. Right. Which we find out, but also, like, she kind of goofs around a little bit with him. You know, she... Like, they're, yeah. uh, they're dancing in Boca at their extremely, like, kitschy... Like yeah, bougie club, right? With like the the guitar player and, and the Christmas lights and outside. the Christmas lights outside yeah. and shit, which actually it looks kind of fun right yeah. now. Yeah, but they're dancing and and she says, you know, I'll be uh, I'll tell I'll tell my girlfriends you're a good kisser, but I won't say where. Right. And then and then and he you know he's he kind of gives her a little guff, and she says, okay, my lips are sealed, and he goes, not too sealed though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Junior. So there's this cop following him. Like a fed. Which I completely forgot about and almost felt like that was edited into the episode. Like, I, I completely forgot there was this guy following him down there. Well, I feel like it just underlines, like, his buffoonery. Like, he thinks he's such, like, a sly criminal, like, getting down to Boca. But, like, right. they, like, have a dude down there because he, like, apparently, like, he this is, like, the place where they've always been coming. Right. For years. For years. Yeah. His name is probably on it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Like, she calls him by his real name, you she know? She calls him by his yeah. real name, Yeah. yeah. Um, and did, is the, is it just me or does the does the Fed sort of look like Dokes from from Dexter's Dexter's Laboratory? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> Dexter's Lab. <laughs> yeah, it does. I, he's also a cartoon figure, which is really weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just totally out of place. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. weird. Yeah. But he uh, he's a cartoon black Fed, right? And I right. think it's Dokes. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, but it, it does it does really look like Dokes. I, I'll have to go back and watch. I because I, I was just I remember just writing down as soon as I saw that. And again, spoilers, we take notes. Um, that I, I I just didn't remember that scene. I actually was kind of like, did they add this scene in on HBO Go? Like I, I completely forgot that that guy was even Look, down HBO's there. HBO's Go's is totally true to form. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Well, if you say so. Um, I say so. Okay. Well, then I believe you. Um, but he tells her not to say anything. She comes back and uh, tries 
but the cat was out of the pussy was out of the bag wow this is just i mean we're not even this is accidental we're just what are we five minutes in (laughs) (laughs) we don't even mean any it's just it lends itself to all these great euphemisms here yeah i feel like i'm like halfway into a fight with my girlfriend that i'm realizing i can't win and i'm trying to like back out of it and be like you know what actually (laughs) it's cool i don't even know what i was saying like don't worry about it what the fuck do i know um I do love that it's Carmela though who uh, who spills the beans here. Who she does dive into Tony after the most incredible dinner scene. Yes, let's talk about that because it's it's comedic. It's just comedic genius. So we've got uh, Mom Olivia. Yes, who um, is great this episode from what she says in the the, the cemetery. It looks mm-hmm. like Tobacco Road <laughs> uh, to what she says to Larry Boy. We right. should talk about that. By the way, we, we got we got to talk about the mobsters moving into. Green, green surveilling an old folks home. Yeah, okay. uh, and then she's at the dinner table. Yes, and she is. Ta- she's basically talking about how Roberta is not your aunt, right? Right? Yeah. Uh, does that come up at that point? Yeah, I think so. That that woman is not your aunt. And then Junior says, "Come on, Roberta's a sweet, sweet girl." <laughs> and and Carmela is kind of like. You know, she's cracking up a little bit. She can't help herself, yeah. And everyone's kind of wondering what's going on. I mean, Junior doesn't even seem to really pick up on it, but Tony does, for sure. Junior's kind of a bonehead. Tony definitely picks up on it. Yeah, big time. He doesn't know... He doesn't know what's going on. But yeah. Tony's definitely seeing it, but he he doesn't quite know what it means at that point. Not at all, no, yeah. Yeah. But uh, but it's just so funny. Carmela is just hysterical, and then uh, everything going on in that scene, because everyone has like the one thing they're like kind of obsessing about, and it That's just makes totally it true. makes like it just makes such comedy out of that whole right. that whole scene. Right. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Such comedy. That's a, that's a phrase. It's a it's it's very much a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Junior's talking about not going down enough. Right. Which is pretty funny. <laughs> um, Meadow says she wants to quit the soccer team. Right. That's when they have this conversation about the coach. Right. Banging the the girl. Right. Yeah. Coming up after that. The woman player right uh and then and then i guess after that tony and carmela have this conversation where you know tony gets it out of her what's what's going on and has just incredible reactions the whole whistling in the wheat field thing yeah i mean bushman my... The <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so good yeah. i love the two of them just kind of like joking around i love carmela like how she can't even hold back her laughter it's like just a nice it's it's, it's great to see the whole family sitting down and having dinner together and yeah. <laughs> i mean uh despite the subject matter and then it's great to see like them getting along you know um, it's great to see junior eating something other than pussy that's true yeah it's crazy that they just went so explicit with this there's that five minute scene of him just licking a pussy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just crazy what you can get away with on HBO. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like Japanese style though, where just the pussy is like is like blurred a little bl- bit, yeah, it's pixelated, bl- pixelated exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, so now now Tony's found out. Well, we find out also that Tony goes to Carmela. Kind of digs at him a little bit because 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 Tony gets super serious, right? Because Carmela's like like you all don't do it, which is totally true. But then Tony gets like mad serious because as we've established, and this is one of the themes of ZD, he's a really good gangster. Right. And he gets all serious about what, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, you know? <laughs> right. And 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 Carmela kind of gets him, and she goes, once a year? I like that. I could resist the urge to gossip. 
Poor she, Carmella. Like, checkmate, though. She's begging for it. I wonder... <laughs> poor thing was stopped for it. I wonder if he's good at it, though. That's. The, I wonder if it's, like, the dumbest head ever. I think Tony's sitting there with, like, a stopwatch being like, all right, <laughs> that's 15 seconds, good enough. Yeah, I wonder if he, like, looks at it as long as he does... Like, because, you know, when he when he eats pasta, he's always moving it around, like, always. organizing it into, like, the perfect <laughs> little pile. <laughs> totally, yeah. He sits there for a while, like, contemplating, like, his plan of attack, you know? Oh, and God. then, like, he just... Okay. That's, that's 100% how Tony eats puss. This is the <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get canceled this time. For sure. Yeah. Um so going off all that, uh Livia and all this stuff. She's in the nursing home and uh It's not a nursing home. Excuse me, you're right. <laughs> retirement community. Um she uh she's there and now so are a bunch of other moms. Um but this is smart that they put all their smart. folks in the thing and this is part of the theme of the indictments yeah yeah uh, which again i guess just uh i i didn't i didn't remember that being such a big deal but it's the whole plot line yeah it's like one of the, the major... motivation for so much stuff yeah i guess so it's just it's so in the background and just you know happens so quickly that you just kind of don't remember it or you know don't pay attention to it but yeah it's crazy well and it's also because like because we're rewatching it we yeah. know what's coming yeah yeah so all of which leads us to golf which is another great scene where all these people have this different shit on their minds. Yeah. Palmisi is thinking about whatever goes on in his fucking melon. Not much. Not much. Just think about Tony. He's thinking about Tony's pussy, and that's really it. And he's trying to play golf. He's trying to fucking concentrate. Which yeah. Is, which is great, because the idea of people concentrating while they're playing, I'm trying to fucking concentrate. Yeah. He gets so serious about it. I know. It's a big deal in golf. Um but yeah, it is a great scene because so much is going on. Tony and Sill are worried about the coach, and uh, and then Junior just being a dick. And he's pissed about Tony having the psychiatrist. He's very pissed about that. Right, that's underneath it all. But he he brings up the whole uh, he brings up he brings up the varsity player thing here again, right, or something similar to it. Right, um, and, and actually, that's what sets the whole thing in motion. Right. Yeah. Because in my memory, I was thinking, oh, Junior must have said something about the psychiatrist, but it's not. He says something about the varsity athlete bullshit. Again. Yeah. Again. Which he knows is a dig. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of interesting that. Uh, well, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. That, that's no, just, no, no. That'll just come up again and again. But yeah. Yeah, it comes up again and again. It really gets under Tony's skin. Yep. And then that's when Tony starts singing about South of the Border. Tony. Oh, no, he starts talking about sushi. Yeah, he's he's smelling fish. He's smelling tuna fish. And, and, and Junior's in the muff, yeah. <laughs> which is a great little line. Yeah, and he's singing this song about South of the Border and holding his <laughs> club out like a fucking cock. <laughs> but at least Junior can deal with his feelings on his own, as he says. And he's not a fucking mental patient. Not what does a, he say to him? I think he's just a mental midget, right? Ooh, Ooh wait, wait, wait. Sorry, can I say that? Doesn't Chris say that? I guess you're right, Chris actually. says that when they talk about suicides. I've only seen one episode of this series, <laughs> so <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, but so yeah. the way we're introducing Brendan to the show is we're having him watch every scene with one character. That's it. And we've yeah. done Tony and Junior. Yep. I so, see a supercut of just one character yeah. per episode, yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, they have this little kind of like back and forth here, and then finally, Junior tells Mikey Palmisi that that Tony is seeing a psychiatrist and they both just interpret it all kinds of wrong here. They just... All kinds of wrong, but it's, it's actually really, I love, I, because this is junior being like king of the idiots. Yeah. Because he's sort of taking charge over Mikey Palmisi because Mikey Palmisi is a moron and the look on Mikey Palmisi's face like, Oh, 
Like, you knew it. I fucking knew it. And he goes, no, you didn't, because I just fucking told you. And, and, and Junior is actually speaking with some authority for the first time in like a million goddamn years. Yeah, it's good to see. And then he puts his tank top on in the funniest way where he puts the whole thing over his head and like lets it rest on his shoulders. And then he puts one arm through <laughs> at a time, which really cracks me up every time oh, I see it. Because he looks like such a fuddy-duddy old man doing that. Yep. Um, but but yeah, he, he tells Mikey Palmisi that, that Tony's seeing a psychiatrist. Which we assume, spoilers, is bad news. Right. Well, yeah, they both, you know, um, just totally misinterpret it. Mikey is at least kind of correct that, that you know, like, well, there's there's patient doctor privilege there, and <clears throat> excuse me, there's pa- patient doctor. He's privilege actually there. right about that. He is. But then uh, Junior, I believe, is talking about the Menendez brothers. Yeah, he brings up the Escovito brothers yeah. <laughs> that whacked their parents. <laughs> whacked. <laughs> the Escovito brothers that whacked their parents. Right. Talking about the Menendez brothers uh, and just totally misinterpreting there, there, that. Yeah, there was a psychiatrist on the stand, apparently, but clearly right. that's not what we think it was. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Tony Soprano could plead insanity at any point. No. <laughs> but that would be awesome, though. I don't know. He is a white guy. I guess, that's, I guess that's true. That's yeah. what you got to do if you're white and you Pretty do much. some heinous shit. That's you know? very true. Yeah. Um, really bad. So, I mean, basically, that locker room scene is like the, is the, the catalyst for, it's hysterical. for all the crazy shit. Yeah, it's, it's hysterical, but also it's, it kind of sets a lot, of, a lot of stuff in motion for the, for the finale episodes of the season. Yeah, I mean, this is when the, the, the plot to kill Tony is like officially hatched here. Like right. now it's kind of being set in motion. Right. There's because a, he's, there's a, a he's officially cl- crossed the line. Right. He hasn't eaten pussy. Right. He, ha- he has seen right. his psychiatrist, <laughs> which is bad news. Exactly. Um, so so after that, we have this this amazing this. Well, the 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 cool montage of Tony deciding whether or not to kill this guy. Um, right. One thing I noticed about that that I forgot to point out is that like every shot is of a phone and a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a cordless phone next to a submarine sandwich that doesn't get eaten like all, all day. Yeah, what's he doing? Why is that not eaten? It's symbolism. I would have been done with that in a second. He doesn't want to eat the sandwich pussy. I, I guess you're right. Yeah, it's a it's a the roast it's a, beef. It's a classic David Chase Easter egg. Incredible. You know, it, it's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> this is why there was an exhibit about the show in the MoMA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean to to. to like yeah. to close that story, I mean, Tony now is faced officially with this with this decision to kill the guy or not, and he gets shit hammered. Yeah, and you know what? I think that what Charmaine says to Artie when he's in his garden, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, uh, Charmaine says, "You know, you're the one with balls because you're not going to do anything." And she she really um, we mentioned this earlier, but she really hits the nail on the head, and she kind of sums up. Like very quickly, I, I think sort of minus the masculinity and the and the bravado, like she's able to kind of say why you shouldn't be a mobster and handle stuff that way. Yeah, big time. Which is that it's not justice; it's just too it's self indulgence. You know, right? Yeah, Melfi asked Tony like, "Why does this come down to you? Like, why right. do you think?" And yeah, really, that's what it is. It's just it's easy self indulgence that will make that will make you feel really good, you know, in that moment. But you know, which is kind of everything that Tony does. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much eating pussy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but but Charmaine really hits the nail on the head and actually convinces Artie and like pulls him back from the dark side. Yeah, which is great. And actually, Tony really gets in Artie's face. He goes, "Let me ask you." He switches into fucking mobster mode after Artie pleads his case. He says, "Let me ask you something. Who the fuck do you think you are?" Yeah, he, and it's he, really powerful. Yeah. Imagine one of your high school friends doing that to you. That's the reality of that. Artie's All my like, high school friends are shorter than me. 
<laughs> All right. Who the fuck do you well, think then, you are? Then you should just do that to them, basically. Yeah. But Artie's like, this is me talking. Like, when you think about it, they've they've known each other since they were children. And Tony's like, like, like shuffling him out of the bing. Like, and I like that Artie kind of like every time Tony pushes him, like turns around to look at him. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then it's, Tony just pushes him again. It's a really well done scene, man. Yeah. It's amazing. Great actors there. Yeah. Really fun. I mean, once again. Arthur Bucco, which is actually his real name. Yep. Artie Bucco is the actor's name. Yep. This he is the documentary. Deserves all the Emmys. Yeah, big time. He's great. Um, um, so Tony gets wasted because he can't handle it. He doesn't have as many balls as Artie. Yeah, pretty much. Um, he gets wasted. We're kind of left to wonder. Oh, no, I guess we aren't. I thought what I for had forgotten a lot of this, but I thought that like we didn't know really whether or not he... Uh, called the cops or killed him until he got home but he does call sill and sill's waiting outside the coach's house at this point and he really wants to fucking kill this guy yeah he like puts the phone aside and it's like fuck <laughs> and i know then, i know i love how like he, he, he yeah that's 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 really interesting yeah um so close so so close but uh <gasps> okay but, fine yeah. whatever no yeah, well he listens to the listen the, the sill has survived that long because he's, he's a command. smart dude yeah um so tony has not decided to kill the coach and instead has called the cops on him he's done what you know most normal people would do in that situation right yeah which is actually it was the right thing to do yeah but i it guess was really hard for him he, took, <laughs> he takes pills and gets wasted yeah. and then he drives home <laughs> yeah how did he get home that night actually i don't know but he drives so shit i mean people drive so drunk in the sopranos mm -hmm. it's great i thought you were gonna say suburbs because that's also true is it also true yeah how, I mean, how are we going to get home tonight? I don't know. <laughs> are we going to sleep in this locked room that we're in? Well, when they let us out, well, I don't know. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Tony gets wasted. He goes home. Uh, Meadow sees him having not killed someone. Yeah. And also wasted. Also wasted. But do you think that, that Meadow didn't want him to know because she knew that he'd fucking murder this guy? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not that point blank, but I, I it would cross my mind like, uh oh, my dad might do something. That's a good. That's might, a really good question. Might tell a guy because she's smart. My soccer teammate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meadow is smart and knows kind of what's going on, right? I mean, right. yeah, I guess that's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that. Right. I don't and know. She tells the coach to go fuck himself. She does because she that yeah you're you're right actually she knows who her dad is yeah yeah and she is most yeah. like her dad mm -hmm. more than Carmela she knows how to spin her own pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say and she eats pussy. <laughs> she eats pussy, but Definitely. she's a child. We can only hope. Uh, <laughs> no, she was like 22 when they recorded that. Yeah, show. Well, let's just we'll say that sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tony uh, comes home wasted, stumbling all over the place. It's one of the only other times that I can think of, at least on the show, where they have uh, some a little bit of music underneath the scene. That's true. It's yeah. very good. Yeah. It's very tasteful. Yeah. Um, and the it's very madman. It's very madman, and the scene just ends with him fucking wasted on the ground. Yeah, and then Carmella looks up. Carmella looks up. Carmella looks up. And met her. And met her. Uh, yeah. Um, and there we have it. There we have it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, really, really funny, funny episode. Not, not the best. It's a little like on the nose. Not, not the best. Not, 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 not the best. Ninety percent, one hundred percent, always the always, best, always, all the time, of all time. Um, but really, really, really funny, funny episode. And a lot happens. Yeah. They kind of galvanize all this stuff that's been set in motion. We're we're very clear on the fact that Tony and Junior 
like can kind of take their swords out at certain points and be like, all right, fuck you. Yeah. And just, a lot of a lot of setup for that too. Yeah. yeah it, well, it just gets to the point where they're like they're 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 straight up disrespecting each other. <laughs> you know, <laughs> disrespecty. St- straight up disrespecty. <laughs> and uh, Junior don't stand for that, <laughs> especially with his pussies and his headaches. No, he does not. And then you know, of course, I guess the saddest part of this whole episode is him putting a pie in Bobby's face, like just the fucking oh, saddest thing I've ever poor seen. Poor Bobby Sanfilippo. Oh, God, I feel so terrible for her every I time. I know, me too. And we actually hear about her one more time. I don't remember that actually, do we? Way down the line, I think season five, when when Junior starts wandering, oh. um, Bobby actually calls Roberta. They cut to Bobby and he says, thank you, Roberta. Okay. Wait, Bobby calls Roberta. No, no, no. Bobby, Bobby, oh, Bacala. Bobby Bacala. Yeah, yeah. actually, oh. they mentioned they mentioned Roberta twice. Um, he calls Roberta when he was missing, and also before that, when that woman um, uh, meets him, that old lady, yeah, yeah, yeah. they become friends, and she wants to go. To, why go to the Boada? There's a friendlies down the street. <laughs> that woman and uh, and uh, Bobby tries Roberta San Filippo like. To see if she wants to hang, I guess. <laughs> and he says, I gotta be honest, Junior, she was very cold. <laughs> I mean, and God. we know why. So just keep that in mind the next time you Good wanna to call to Roberta San Filippo and go down on her. <laughs> Which I will do. Which I will do. Um yeah. Sad ending to that story, but this poor woman and she gets fired from her job and i so when she starts crying i feel like that might be the worst part but then she goes i love you oh, god and well the worst part is now that i'm like an adult in the world like it's it's going to be very <laughs> difficult for someone her age to find another job and that's the worst part it's actually. hard enough for me to find a job <laughs> i mean yeah same <laughs> but like it's just uh that's the worst part it's h- tough to get hired when you're a certain age and, well uh, with, uh, oh you boy. know when i got oh fired boy. from my last job and my boss threw a pie in my face uh <laughs> Which just happens. It just happens. That's how they do it. They go, oh, you're fired. (laughs) Um, And you go, I love you. That's what you're supposed to say. (laughs) Imagine that. If someone fired you, they're like, we're going to have to let you go. And you just went, I love you. (laughs) No. What do you mean imagine that? I do that all the time. Yeah, exactly. Don't tell anyone I've been eating your pussy. Oh, boy. Uh, Okay. All right. Well, that that sums up Boca. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll be back with the next episode of Sopranos. Yes, a hit is a hit. Uh, we're Which gonna is ha- just just a meteorically funny fun yeah. episode. We're in, a, we're in the funny part of the season, which is you know before the whole intense shit at the end happens, which, well, is, which is a fun, fun place to be. I think, I think the show has kind of come into its own. Yeah, <laughs> you've said that a million times on the show, I think. Um, <laughs> but we're only like nine episodes in. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's coming to its own like three times. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be back with a hit as a hit. And uh, follow us on the Twitter. Follow us on the Twitter. At NoFuckingZD. Hashtag follow NoFuckingZD. Yeah, that's the hashtag right there. Um, subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, subscribe on iTunes or on SoundCloud, but also on iTunes. Yep. Subscribe on both. Both. Yeah, listen we, on both. We get money from our parents based on the numbers that we pull <laughs> Oh, that is true. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. Um, that's it, I guess. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next time. See you then. Well, I guess I guess we won't see them. We won't see them. And uh, But, I mean, hear us then. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. This is a good. Fuck you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>